Blog Talk Radio. And if anybody wants to protest what we do or violate what we want, we just turn off that chip. That's right, microchips. In 2005, Congress, under the pretense of immigration control and the so-called war on terrorism, passed the Real ID Act, under which it is projected by May 2008, you will be required to carry around a federal identification card, which includes on it a scannable barcode with your personal information. However, this barcode is only an intermediary step before the card is equipped with a very chip RFID tracking module, which will use radio frequencies to track your every move on the planet. If this sounds foreign to you, please note that the RFID tracking chip is already in all new American passports. And the final step is the implanted chip, which many people have already been manipulated into accepting under different pretenses. We have a Florida family who are really pioneers in a brave new world. They have volunteered to be the first ever to have microchip identification devices implanted into their bodies. After 9-11, I was really concerned um, with the security of my family. I wouldn't mind having something planted permanently in my arm that would identify me. In the end, everybody will be locked into a monitored control grid where every single action you perform is documented. And if you get out of line, they can just turn off your chip. For at that point in time, every single aspect of society will revolve around interactions with the chips. This is the picture that is painted for the future if you open your eyes to see it. A centralized one-world economy where everyone's moves and everyone's transactions are tracked and monitored, all rights removed. The most incredible aspect of all. These totalitarian elements will not be forced upon the people. The people will demand them. For the social manipulation of society through the generation of fear and division has completely detached humans from their sense of power and reality. A process which has been going on for centuries, if not millennia. Religion, patriotism, race, wealth, class, and every other form of arbitrary separatist identification, thus conceit, has served to create a controlled population, utterly malleable in the hands of the few. Divide and conquer is the motto. And as long as people continue to see themselves as separate from everything else, they lend themselves to being completely enslaved. The men behind the curtain know this, and they also know that if people ever realize the truth of their relationship to nature and the truth of their personal power, the entire manufactured zeitgeist they prey upon will collapse like a house of cards. Joseph Gibson here, podcasting, understanding the times in which we live, restoring our republic. Restoring our republic. We have our republic here live with you on the line here, as always, on Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we like to interact with the uh, people out there. And uh, we, we lately, over the past few weeks, have had the National Militia Coordinator on here also. And we're trying to unite the people from around uh, I guess you could say the four corners of our, our our country here to let them know who's behind the curtain running everything and who's destroying your lives, taking control of your life, and and really bringing your country to to the level that it's at right now. And really, we we've lost our country. I mean, I just I just don't 
don't know what else really to say on, on every intro that I say and uh, have on this uh, podcast here. But before we begin, uh, Mr. Binder, you want to bring us on here real quick? Hello, everyone. The New Republic's going to be restored. Uh, so government of God. And uh, I'd like to open us with prayer here. Heavenly Father, we pray for this uh, this republic. Pray for America. We pray for the, uh, the nation of Israel and for Canada as well, Heavenly Father. We come before you today with thankful hearts and adoration for the way in which you are making America great again. It's so comforting, comforting to know that the politicians and the courts are being held accountable for all the wrongdoing that has plagued this nation for far too long. So thank you so much, Father. We pray for all people that have been put in jail unfairly and for no criminal wrongdoing. May they all be set free soon, Father. Um, we are especially mindful of your servant, James Timothy Turner, who you chose to remain in Abbey Republic in a parallel and peaceful way more than 10 years ago. So, Father, we have fallen short through no fault of our own to fully re-inhabit. So make this the first day of the rest of our lives where your republic grows by leaps and bounds with God respecting people willing to serve humbly and with valor. We also pray for the multitude of aborted babies that have not been given standing in court. And we pray, Heavenly Father, that the life that begins at conception will be made law uh, with Bible teaching in all states so that uh, pregnancy in teens goes back to normal numbers and life is not terminated because it was an inconvenience. We pray all these things according to your will, your plan, and your time, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And thank you, Father. All right. All right. Yeah. That's good there. Uh, I know some people there, We well, you said Israel there. I, I know some people there. We know that the Jews, a lot of the Jewish conspiracy that's out there, where the Jews, they're behind the New World Order, and we know that they're working collectively with the Jesuits and the other uh, secret societies out there behind uh, the uh, to formulate this New World Order and to enslave us. Uh, so uh, um, I want people to understand that, 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 that at least I know of the, the, the the darker enemy out there who's really who's really really enslaving the people of this planet and who's and who the money changers are and really it is it's about the bankers and it's the bankers that that have been funding all the wars and uh and and pinning everybody against each other to uh, to uh uh that that we just really we really have lost our way you know, and we get lost, and we get, uh, I guess, like Mike, the militia commander, says pigeon-toed. I don't know, that's just a silly little saying that he says, but it's true, uh, and clamped down to, to believing, you know, one narrative. And we have to be careful uh, how, we, how we go about choosing to fight back against this evil empire. Because let me tell you something, these people have it all. they got the money, they control the TV, they control the newspapers, they control your courts Say you were just talking about, Mr. Biner. Um, Mr. Henning, you want to say something real quick? But yeah, that's, we, I was just looking for it on our national website, the Republic for United States America dot org. Is uh, there was a public notice and press release put out uh, several years ago, six years ago, probably that we we support the people of Israel. Um, it's the the criminal cabal, just like we're facing here in America, the criminal cabal that's trying to overtake and enslave all the humanity across the world, but. The, the good people of Israel we support, but it's not the cabal we support in Israel. I just wanted to yeah, point that yeah, out. Yeah, I can stand. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah, I can stand with that. I mean, you know, the evil, the majority. I mean, but the but the government itself, there, the the Zog and the Zionists, they're they're the ones that are really the 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 uh, people out there that have re- tried to rewrite history and and really have uh, influenced governments through their through their uh, the Rothschilds, um, the ba- the bankers, the money. You know, it's really it's it's really a very dark rabbit hole when you go back and and you do the research. I'm mean, you'll be start scratching your head. I mean, um, if you go back to the uh, what was the Congress there that they put together in 18, I think it was 1878, the Congress they put together um, for the Judea Congress there, and uh, I think it was 1878. I could be wrong on the date, but it was in the late 1800s. And, and if you look at there's there was a documentary that was just done. Uh, I posted a video actually where it talks about um, um, the World War One. And, and, and then how it goes into World War II and how it all started and how the bankers financed everything and, and who the people were that were behind this. And it really was um, a lot of them were from the, uh, the, the Jesuits and the, and the Zionists, the, the Judea community, that, uh, that, that the, the money financers. You know, so we have to be careful. You know, where we talk, where we say, you know, well, we, you know, we we stand up against evil. We're, we cannot be fooled. And that's the problem. We're all hoodwinked and we're, we're tricked. We talk about the devil and we talk about Satan but and, and evil and these evil people that are just naturally evil that that have tricked us and hoodwinked us. And, and we're deceived. Man has been deceived since the beginning, right? I mean, uh, Eve was deceived, right? I mean, uh, uh you know, the deception. And we continue to allow ourselves to be deceived today. And that's why we can't get any justice and we don't get any traction in, in our fight and we lose our battles. You know, we lose a lot of our battles because we don't really stand up for God. We claim we worship this God good and, the, you know, this, the, our Lord, our Creator. Well, do we really? I mean, do we really know God? Is He really because. Because I think he turned his ear away from us because we have not repented and we and exalted a nation that is righteous. You know, he's not going to heal this nation. He's not going to heal this country if we if we allow ourselves to be deceived. And and we have to be careful of that. Real, really, really, really careful. But um, um, I was going to play something for Jim there, uh, but Jim's not here. Jim not Jim's not here on the uh, podcast here tonight. So, uh, but if you missed the last few podcasts that we've done, wow, uh, they're pretty, uh, pretty. Um, uh, uh, the the knowledge that was out there and the guests that we've had on uh, lately um, has just been amazing. I mean, this year we go back. You know, we're looking at a new year coming up here, um, Mr. Henning. What this this new year? Do we look? How far along are we? Think with the republic. Uh, I mean, is this republic going to be stood up and restored in 2023, or are we just going to be another talking piece out there in 2023 and not have anything real? I mean, we're just going to – our next year, are we going to be doing the same thing? Are we all going to be fighting the same damn battles again? Or what's going to happen? What's going on here? You know? Talk to me. Well, you know, we we always give uh, – if you give a date out, it seems like the dates come and go. You know, so I don't, I don't uh, look at the dates to keep – Keep informed here. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at a number here. Yeah, no, 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 no. I don't want you to give out an exact date. No, of course not. <laughs> yeah, there's no date. Yeah, yeah. You know, I believe that the republic. First of all, the republic is restored, and it's re-inhabited peacefully and lawfully, and we're holding the seats. You know, for the American people. Uh, you know, if you look at our website again, I'll repeat that: the republic for united states america dot org. Go there. You know, 
if you really take the time and study that those documents there, you know that it is re-inhabited. We're just waiting for the people, as we always uh, tout on this program and other programs as we talk to the American people. But I believe this year, you know, I want to say the 2023 year, I should say, um, I believe it's going to happen. I believe it's going to be tilted up. Um, there's many things that are coming. And, and you had mentioned earlier, we have to be righteous. We have to repent and turn from the wicked ways. Look what's going on in our country. Look in Washington. You know, they're they're inviting um, all these transgenders and these uh, transvestites under the Capitol grounds, you know, and, and supporting that. You know, God God frowns on that. That's not real, uh, true uh, religious beliefs. That's not Christianity. But yeah, it's. I believe it's going to come. This 2023 is the year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the transvestites. Uh, what? What's? I mean, what? What can we do lawfully to stand up against these these uh, these queers and fags, uh, these homos that are out there? I mean, what can we do? How do we stand up against, you know, they come to our community and want to start infiltrating our schools and, and want to hold a town hall meeting or do an event in our schools. What should we do? We should obviously go out and protest and stand up against them, these drag queens and whatnot, right? I mean, or, or how do we, how do we, what, what, do we, what do we do constitutionally and lawfully, of course? Well, you know, the Bible says they'll grow like uh, grass and weeds and then they'll, they'll wither away, you know. So be, there'll be a time that we have to bear with this, but we don't have to <clears throat> jump in and accept their ways at all. You know, stand with God and the Christian beliefs that we all, I was raised with. You know, this is a yeah. biblical law form here in America. So I was just but the problem is, to try to find that. There's a verse that talks about that. I think we talked about that in a couple shows ago. I read the verse out the loud. The problem, though, is that we claim we're following the Bible. We claim we're following the Bible, and, and, and we claim we're 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 a Christian nation, but aren't we just as bad as these people that are living like uh, a non god? I mean, they make ungodly lifestyles. I mean, because we're lying to ourselves because we're not a Christian nation because our tax dollars pay for abortion. We our our schools are teaching garbage like critical race theory and teaching this homosexual garbage, uh, saying it's okay to be woke uh, and you can identify yourself as a woman and and, uh, and boys can be girls and girls can be boys. So uh, I mean, we 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 send our children to these public schools and we call, call ourselves Christians. I mean, how can we do that? I mean, how can we how can we say we're 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 obeying the word of God or or pretending or are we just pretending? You know. Well, we we stand together and get stay united and uh, and stand against those things. You know, physically, I don't know if we can do anything. There's if this is all a peaceful, lawful dance that we've taken on here, what twelve years ago now, Joe, and we we believe that what we're doing is correct. You know, God God will turn things. Also, I think God is going to have a great shaking coming for this planet and you know, all the people. I think on. I- well, I think I think I, well. I mean, I, I think we we have to help ourselves, and we have to stand up and do and do the right thing. And before God will inter, I mean, if God's going to intervene, He's going to intervene another way by just bring, bringing us down to. <laughs> I mean, I I just don't see how God, you know, God could bless a nation, uh, America, right now because America is is is, is just. Uh, 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 you know, our republic is dying in darkness right now. I mean, uh, it's, it's we're in bad shape, and we've got to we've got to start 
coming up with better ideas. This basically what I'm trying to outline here is look, we got the new year coming up. We've got to start saying, look, this by next year at this time, I don't want to be in the same situation we're in with our government uh, like we are today. So what are we going to do about it? You know, what are we going to do as a people? What can we do? Uh, you know, and we all, I mean, it's great to talk about it and everything, and that's good to unite the people using our First Amendment. That's what we're supposed to do, bring our grievances out to the forefront. But what's the next step after that? You know, I mean, how bad, I mean, how bad does it have to really get before we say enough is enough? When is it, when, when, when do we say enough? You know, when, when, when? I just, I, you know, I just, I just don't, I just, I, I, I don't want to be here next year doing, saying the same darn thing. You know what I mean? Go ahead, right back at you, and I'm going to play something here. Go ahead. Yeah, I hear you, Joe, absolutely, I you know, I, I say it's enough's enough now, you know, but I, I continue to hold the, a seat here that I've been put in place for, uh, for the American people. I don't want to hold that seat forever. You know, the people should step up and help uh, carry this burden, this load that all the rest of us have done for over a decade. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I have to uh, agree with you there. But, again, we have to uh, really uh, understand what where. We, have, we, I mean, everyone says, "Well, let's wake people up. Let's wake. We have to wake people up. We, you know, uh, how much more waking can we do? I'm, t- I've been in this battle too long now. I mean, too much. Mm-hmm. Anybody else out there who wants to contribute to the show or, uh, or wants to jump in here in the conversation here tonight? It's six five seven three eight three zero six one six. You can press number one. Anybody has a, a right to speak here on this platform. Um, I'm gonna, I'll, I'm gonna play this real quick. It's a few minutes long, and then I'll, I'll look at the call, call boards and see if anybody wants to jump in. Uh, it's unscreened, uncensored, 100% live, and uh, you know, this is your republic, folks. It's up to you. It's up to you to do something about it, and to, and to, and to, and to, and to get out there and and come together in your community and start. And just, just listen to these words right here that are gonna be played for the next. Uh, Four or five minutes. Listen to them and tell me. I mean, if this doesn't get you get you motivated somehow, then I don't know what will. In Congress, July fourth, seventeen seventy six, the unanimous declaration of the thirteen United States of America. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such forms 
as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies. And such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government. The history of the present King of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations all having in direct object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. To prove this, let facts be submitted to a candid world. He has refused his assent to laws, the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. He has forbidden his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance unless suspended in their operation till his assent should be obtained. And when so suspended, he has utterly neglected to attend to them. He has refused to pass other laws for the accommodation of large districts of people, unless those people would relinquish the right of representation in the legislature, a right inestimable to them and formidable to tyrants only. He has called together legislative bodies at places unusual, uncomfortable, and distant from the depository of their public records for the sole purpose of fatiguing them into compliance with his measures. He has dissolved representative houses repeatedly for opposing with manly firmness his invasions on the rights of the people. He has refused for a long time after such dissolutions to cause others to be elected, whereby the legislative powers, incapable of annihilation, have returned to the people at large for their exercise, the state remaining in the meantime exposed to all the dangers of invasion from without and convulsions within. He has endeavored to prevent the population of these states. For that purpose, obstructing the laws of naturalization of foreigners, refusing to pass others to encourage their migrations hither, and raising the conditions of new appropriations of lands. He has obstructed the administration of justice by refusing his assent to laws for establishing judiciary powers. He has made judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their offices and the amount and payment of their salaries. He has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance. He has kept among us in times of peace standing armies without the consent of our legislators. He has affected to render the military independent of and superior to the civil power. He has combined with others to subject us to a jurisdiction foreign to our constitution and unacknowledged by our laws, giving his assent to their acts of pretended legislation for quartering large bodies of armed troops among us, for protecting them by a mock trial from punishment for any murders which they should commit on the inhabitants of these states, for cutting off our trade with all parts of the world, for imposing taxes on us without our consent, for depriving us in many cases of the benefits of trial by jury, for transporting us beyond seas to be tried for pretended offenses, 
for abolishing the free system of English laws in a neighboring province, establishing therein an arbitrary government, and enlarging its boundaries so as to render it at once an example and fit instrument for introducing the same absolute rule into these colonies. For taking away our charters, abolishing our most valuable laws, and altering fundamentally the forms of our governments. For suspending our own legislators and declaring themselves invested with power to legislate for us in all cases whatsoever. He has abdicated government here by declaring us out of his protection and waging war against us. He has plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, burnt our towns, and destroyed the lives of our people. He is at this time transporting large armies of foreign mercenaries to complete the works of death, desolation, and tyranny already begun with circumstances of cruelty and perfidy scarcely paralleled in the most barbarous ages and totally unworthy the head of a civilized nation. He has constrained our fellow citizens taken captive on the high seas to bear arms against their country, to become the executioners of their friends and brethren, or to fall themselves by their hands. He has excited domestic insurrections among us and has endeavored to bring on the inhabitants of our frontiers, the merciless Indian savages whose known rule of warfare is an undistinguished destruction of all ages, sexes, and conditions. In every stage of these oppressions, we have petitioned for redress in the most humble terms. Our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury. A prince whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant, is unfit to be the ruler of a free people. Nor have we been wanting in attention to our British brethren. We have warned them from time to time of attempts by their legislature to extend an unwarrantable jurisdiction over us. We have reminded them of the circumstances of our emigration and settlement here. We have appealed to their native justice and magnanimity and we have conjured them by the ties of our common kindred to disavow these usurpations, which would inevitably interrupt our connections and correspondence. They too have been deaf to the voice of justice and of consanguinity. We must, therefore, acquiesce in the necessity which denounces our separation and hold them as we hold the rest of mankind, enemies in war, in peace, friends. We, therefore, the representatives of the United States of America in general Congress assembled, appealing to the supreme judge of the world for the rectitude of our intentions do in the name and by the authority of the good people of these colonies solemnly publish and declare that these united colonies are and of right ought to be free and independent states, that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown, and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved, and that as free and independent states, they have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and to do all other acts and things which independent states may of right do. And for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor.
everybody. Joseph Gibson, your podcast. Well, uh, first, uh, you, uh, uh, Mr. Henning there, uh, what do you think there? Uh, words that need to be reminded of everybody out there, I think, right? Yeah. Declaration of Independence, uh, July 4th, 1776, uh, signed by John Hancock. It's uh, something we have to live by. You know, it's just like our Constitution. It's our operating document here in America. But doesn't it feel like though those exact words that we're living today were usurped by these evil, filthy people out there, the bankers I was talking about? It's the same thing. We got savagery. We got people taking over our domestic situations. Our they're letting domestic violence. I mean, all the you know cities burn. I mean, it's it's history repeating itself, and we have this document in place, but we're not like those men. Back then, that certainly is true. I mean, are we going to pledge our our lives, our sacred, our fortunes, our sacred, everything together here to take back our republic like they did? I mean, that's a powerful. That was powerful speaking there and words. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I just don't know what else can say to leave everyone with a new year, New Year's project here to, you know, listen to that a thousand times if you have to. <laughs> you know, that was awesome. That was a great read. Um, that's our founding fathers left for us um, to protect. Uh, yeah, there's one yeah. other thing here that I think uh, is, is real important also at this time is, uh, you know, only under God's grace with America seeking repentance will our Father in heaven hear our plea to heal our land, as in Chronicles 714, in quote, my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven. And I will give their sin, or forgive their sin, and will heal their land. End quote. I think that's so important that we should all be praying that for America. Yeah. That God will yeah. hear, hear our prayer. Right. Anybody who wants to contribute here tonight or queue in here at this this wrap up the year here, uh, just press one six five seven first dial six five seven three three zero six one six. Excuse me, six five seven three three zero six one six. Press one. And then I'll see the, that, that signal go up uh, next to your phone number. And anyone can comment. We're on the screen, unedited. Um, tonight, this is, I mean, when we had our, our, our guy, our, our, our brother on there from the uh, Republic there uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, um, uh, that show was slam-packed. Uh, we had him on and telling about the foundations of the Republic. Uh, you remember, and uh, the, the, the callers that we had were just, uh, uh, the lines were just, I couldn't get to everybody. And, you know, and everybody's, you know, and people were yelling at me afterwards, well, how come you didn't pick up? I called in, I waited forever on hold, you know, and it's like, you know, and then we do an open platform and, and we'll get like 10 or 17, 15, 20 callers on the line and, and, and nobody wants to put their hand up and speak. You know, it's, it's, you notice that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, that was Robert Zuilaga. He's been awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. One, one of the founders. Yeah. Uh, and, Mark, uh, and, uh, Mark Minder, he's still with us. Mark, you have anything you want to share with us? Yeah, you want to make a comment about that document that was read there? Oh, well, absolutely. I'd like to go a little bit before that, if you don't mind, uh, when you're sure. talking about uh, it's, it's, it's difficult to persevere through all this. But you have to realize there's so many moving parts. Um, the military's got to do their policing and their court justice because our courts aren't doesn't seem like they're going to do it. You get a little win here, a little win there, but usually it's just all they're doing is trying to borrow time. You know, they just want more time, more time, more time. So they're stalling. But uh, you know, there's a lot of moving moving parts. I think maybe if we had 
the country only in half of bad of shape as it as it is now. When we got started, I don't think we got attacked so bad, and we would have had this republic stood up. But I have to remember, during the Obama administration, he definitely did not want the republic to get stood up. So we were yeah. attacked. Some people, some people lost their lives. I mean, you know, Billy Faust, I believe, down in uh, Arizona, he lost his life because he uh, was teaching people how to not lose their homes after the 2008 mortgage, mortgage drop. He knew that the banks could not produce the document needed to show ownership of that house and of that note. Um, so, uh, you know, tribute yeah. to him for doing what he did. And um, I'd like to read a quote from Noah Webster, uh, if you don't mind here. Um, he noticed that from all the studies that uh, all the miseries and evils which men suffer from vice, crime, ambitious injustice, oppression, slavery, and war proceed from their despising or neglecting the precepts contained in the Bible. And since the Bible was taken out of uh, school, Bible study and prayer in the 1960s, uh, it's just been going downhill since then. I know uh, David Hurtler did a, did a talk in a, in a lecture, and he mentioned that the birth rate just went sky high after that. Uh, you know, the teen birth rate, should I say. And uh, this, you know, this country, if it doesn't have a moral compass, and they're not, the kids aren't learning a moral compass at home or in their church, this nation is not in good shape. But on the bright side, there are a lot more Christian people that are searching out the word, repenting, and they're, they're, they're the majority. But, of course, the mainstream media will not report on that. They, they want to make it look like the, the minority is the majority. Well, who controls yeah. those mainstream media? Yeah, who controls that? Who controls what we see and read? I mean, who are these CEOs and owners that are that are putting out these or these editors that are these that are told at the board meetings what the agenda is going to be? You know, who are these people that are behind this this nonsense? Who's controlling yep. what is happening in our schools? You know, who are these enemies that we have got to point out and say, hey, enough? Enough, you know. Or, I mean, we don't do that, do we? I mean, absolutely I mean, no. You know, that's deep state money. You know, that's, that's doing most of that. And uh, if it's not deep state money, then it's infiltration from every level. I believe uh, yep. the Bible talks about it as the locust army. You know, they're they're in good sync. And I know uh, through some Bible teachings and stuff, um, if you're familiar who the Kenites are, God actually praised them in a way he wished his people more like it because they're more on board they're more of a hive mentality they 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 work together they don't question it you know but uh i think here in the near future that hive mentality is going to be challenged and we're going to see what happens yeah um, yeah what's your what's your what's your word on ukraine uh uh, uh how is that going to influence the the upcoming uh uh things that we talked about this year because i'd like to just recap real quick here you know some of the things that we covered this year on my podcast show we, we are so very important um uh we i remember we talked with uh the the sheriff there in michigan uh sheriff darnell leap there we did an interview with him live um that was a, that was a great podcast show we did uh that was i think it was about three weeks ago we did that one when we did the sheriff interview um uh and then um uh, our Air Force instructor there—that uh, was a, that was a great one we did there. It's always good when she comes on. Um, 
uh, uh, real quick, how is she how is she making out, uh, Sandy? With your uh, has the military banished her because she refused to get the jab? And what's going on with that? Uh, I don't have direct contact with Sandy. I know that's Governor Carpenter uh, has been communicating okay. with her. Yeah, all right, all right. She's doing well as far as I know. Okay, okay. Well, she put out an excellent, excellent documentary and video, too, out there that, about the Republic, which is awesome. But she's been on here this past year, too, and uh, and uh, that was a... Uh, you know, we uh, caused some, you know, made some, you know, headway there. I think, and I, hopefully that they didn't kick her, you know, kick her out because, uh, you know, or she lost uh, lost her career. Uh, that's, that's that's terrible. I mean, you know, people don't want to get the jab. Uh, by all means, I would not get it. Don't get it. Do not get vaccinated. You know, uh, Fauci there, boy, what a criminal he is. <laughs> you know, what terrible. I mean, uh, that guy right there, if, if, if that's not a candidate for some sort of uh, speculation there, um, the, 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 the poor advice and the, and the conspiracy, that I mean, it's, it's disgusting. That guy right there, Fauci, should be in prison, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Uh, there should be uh, uh, tribunals on all those people that have been involved in that. Uh, yeah. They're, they're eugenics. They're... Uh, Trying to uh, depopulate the world—it's their agenda. Yeah. Hey, what, did you check out my my show I did last week on the liberal me versus versus liberal Dan? There, I, I was on there and we we did a, a conversation. Uh, well, it was a conversation. We had a long debate back and forth. Uh, um, uh, uh, with the liberal, I, I was on the liberal podcast there, and uh, we went back and forth there. And and uh, I don't know if you checked that. Did you check that out last Wednesday? No, I'm sorry. I, I, I've been real busy in the background. Oh, okay. So I, All right. Well, that was <laughs> just a, that was that was very interesting. But uh, you know, uh, so uh, if everybody wants to go back check that out. That was a great great uh, uh, debate there I had with him. Uh, they lived the liberal crowd there. Boy, oh boy. They're, they're, uh, at least they didn't run away mad. At least they didn't do that. They hung in there the entire time. <laughs> I'll, I'll, start, you know? I'll take some time. I'll take some time and listen to it. Thank you for playing. Yeah, that yeah. It was a long one, so don't get me wrong. But um, then uh, you know you got uh, so this, so this year coming up. Um, you know this past year we've got a lot of lot of lot of uh, accomplishments. We did do uh, standing up for the republic. I think we did a lot on this podcast show. Um, I know there's a lot of other groups out there and people that are out there fighting. They may fight differently and fight uh, have a different way of going about things. Things and 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 doing their own thing, uh, but um, and I know there's a lot of people out there who've been subjected to uh, like the January 6th. Uh, the people that are still sitting in jail uh, here, we you know we going on one year later. They're still sitting in jail for protesting uh, at January 6th. What do you think about that, real quick? That's a travesty. It's horrible. Um, those people shouldn't be in prison. Uh, of course, the yeah. the libs yeah. they're they're using all that to go after Trump too. So. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I, mean, uh, I, I encourage everybody to go listen to uh, Derek Johnson. Um, he talks. He's former military, awesome man, young man. He's got a three-hour video uh, that talks about what's really going on in the background with the U.S. military. So it's very encouraging. Really? After listening really? to that, I think you'll you'll see that maybe 2023 will be the year. Uh, 
Oh, this year, let's see, Jerry Lee Lewis died, Meatloaf died, you know, <laughs> all these famous people died. I'm going over the list here because I like to go over the people that passed away uh, in uh, 2023. Christina McVeigh from uh, Fleetwood Mac there, if you listen to rock and roll. Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, um, Andy Fletcher. Uh, boy, um, I'm, I'm trying to pull up the list here. Uh Keaton Keaton Pierce, I don't know if you heard of him or not. That was that that was I think he was blind actually. He was that guitar player. Uh Alec uh, Alec John uh from from uh, Bon Jovi, he died. <laughs> um Dr. H Pellegrino uh Pellegrino Pelle, I think yes, he was one of the Kennedy dead Kennedys. Uh John Hartman, the Doobie Brothers. Um Somebody, somebody sent me this list, so I'm reading it right now. Is uh, Keith Levine? Uh, he, he he passed away. Well, every year, many people die, and we just they don't even know it. You know, they just they pass away, and it's like they're gone. And and the famous people actually, uh, you know, and uh, you know, this year my dad passed away. So uh, this was this was a rough Very year, good. you know. Yeah, um, so it was rough, uh, you know, over the well, summer. Well, we all so. have to take this. We all take that trip someday, Joe, you know, and just work on your relationship with Isn't that something? Christ, Isn't that you know? something? That's something we can't deny, huh? We're all yeah. going to pass away. We're all going to die. No, that's a fact. There ain't no if, ands, and buts about it. We're all going to die. There's no stopping it. And what are you going to do with your life while you're here? Are you going to help uh, your grandchildren have a better life or your children, you know, when you pass away? Hopefully you'll leave the world a better place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and it goes, it goes for anybody who wants to call, call and contribute here tonight to the podcast. Uh, I got a couple emails here. That's why, that's why I read that. There's someone sent me an email. Said, uh, he's got a bunch of other people on the list, but I'm not going to read them all. Um, uh, and this girl sent me something, too. Uh, uh, I'm not going to read that. That's totally off topic. It uh, has nothing to do with the, the podcast, actually, so I'm not going to read that. But, uh, hey, you know, Again, every Tuesday we usually uh, have a full board here with the uh, Republic here uh, on understanding the times in which we live today and uh, restoring our Republic. And uh, like I said, this we we actually didn't weren't supposed to have a show here tonight, so that's why we're we're like putting this together on a fly here. <laughs> we weren't even going to have one, so um, because otherwise uh, Governor Jim Carpenter would be here and. Uh, uh, the Hurtlers would be here, David and Gene Hurtler. And uh, how's uh, 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 Wade, Wade there? Uh, is that Wade Butler, right? You guys still do his thing on Monday night? Yeah, that's a Monday night prayer call with Wade Butler and, and okay. many people. And the National Militia now, the National Militia, uh, 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 where we had Mike on there, uh, Mike from Florida. He, I don't know if he – I sent him a text for him to come on. Um, I don't know if he got it or not. Uh, one to check in with. Well, I guess is his number come up on the board here tonight by chance? No, no, I don't see him yet. Okay, well, um, I'm gonna send him another check text here. So I wanted to check in with him because he he put together the uh, national militia uh, 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 platform uh, this year, and uh, you know he's got the state coordinator thing going, and then all of a sudden now he's not doing any more uh, uh, Zoom calls, so. Uh, I was just wondering what's going on with that, you know. Did you hear anything about that, or did he mention that last? I mean, I, I think he mentioned it, but do you, do you remember what he said, said about that? No, I don't know, Pant. All right, okay. Because uh, 
President Geiger there. He's, he sent me something. That was uh, President Geiger's listening. Uh, he's uh, that was Mike Zinger, that, uh, that uh, singer that uh, had that song that sang that uh, played the guitar last week on the show. So oh. <laughs> he asked me. He sent me a text message. Asked me who that was. So that was Mike. <laughs> so I was trying to figure out. He sent me a text message. Like who was that? You know, uh, tell him, you know, he needs to do this and do that, you know. So I was, I was like, well, yeah, who was that? <laughs> it was Mike. <laughs> so, yeah, I think Sarge just popped up in the chat room there. Sarge, where's Sarge? We got open, uh, you want got any well wishes for us for uh, 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 2023 here? Say goodbye to 2023. We're going to welcome in 2024. Sarge, I got plenty of air time here tonight. You want to come on? We put together a show at the last minute, so... Uh, yeah, and of all the past two shows, he's been coming on late. So uh, I know he's got. Uh, you know, I don't know if you listened to me go against the Democrats there uh, last week on Wednesday night. So give us a call in, Sarge six five seven three three zero six one six if you want to. Um, I just played the um, uh, something good there on. Uh, oh, this person just sent me a message. <laughs> yeah, well. Um, Talking about the live video another time, I guess. Um, so, Mr. Henning, out in Wisconsin, there. What's what's? Um, I mean, you said you you corresponded with all the sheriffs out there, and you had one that had to reply, that that replied to you, um, and that was about you know the econ- economic status, I guess you could say, uh, as far as you know, if he wasn't yeah. going to go against people cutting his paycheck. You didn't get. You didn't find any positive uh, response from any other sheriffs out there when you contacted them. I mean, aren't any of them part of Sheriff Sheriff's Max uh, uh, group out there? Why wouldn't they? I mean, none of them come on board with the Republic. No, no, none of them has responded to me except for that one. Um, I've talked personally to to a sheriff in Juneau County, and he said the same thing that he's got bills to pay and he's not going to go against his his income. Wow. Wow. Um, yeah, I send I send a letter out. I try to do it every month. I send a newsletter out to uh, well over 400 people, including all 72 sheriffs here in this uh, free state of Wisconsin. Uh, but yeah, I don't yeah. get a response back except for the one that uh, asked me not to send them any more emails. Which well, somebody just sent me a question. Somebody sent me a question. Anybody here wants to get on the phone lines? You got to press one. So I just saw two people jump on and then they hung up. So. Uh, uh, got to press one, and then I'll connect you live. And uh, anything you want to contribute here to the platform, uh, you want to talk about uh, this past year, or you want to talk about next year, what the plan is for next year, and how we're going to restore this republic, how we're going to, you know, uh, are we going to get our country back, or is it just going to hell in a handbasket, and we're just going to sit and watch it burn down in flames? I mean, I can, I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up the fight. I'm going to stand up and 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 do the best I can everything I can to, to uh, keep this republic, uh, uh, work, you know, uh, going. Oh, we got a taker here. Yeah, yeah, let me put them on. Uh, connect. I'll open it up. 209, uh, you're on the board. Okay, good evening to you, uh, Joe. This is Shabaka Sankori, the executive producer and host of Shabaka's Black Experience Enhanced. Haven't been on in a while. So I'm just calling in, and I see you guys are talking about the sheriff's departments and what have you. And then, of course, as you know, a lot of these uh, officers are going out here committing murder, and they're getting away with it. But I am happy to announce that uh, Breonna Taylor, who was uh, shot and killed uh, in her own home, and her husband, you know, they got a settlement. 
Uh, then also to the case with uh, George Floyd, where Derek Chauvin didn't do nothing but commit murder. And any time that you got a man handcuffed and you're putting your knee on his neck and he's telling you he can't breathe and the man is urinating on himself and you're not stopping, uh, that goes to prove his intent. Then the other two officers uh, who were standing by there witnessing this murder, they too are getting prosecuted or have been uh, prosecuted. Uh, so, you know, that there's uh, what I'm putting in right there, and I'm just Okay, well, yes, all right. Uh, well, what's, now, I don't know too much about the Brianna uh, case there, but the George Floyd there, uh, 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 murder case there, um, you know, I mean, I, I, like I said, I really didn't follow the cases too much in detail. I mean, I just heard what, what was on the media, but what about the criminal Joe Biden that's in office right now? What do we think about oh, him? Sure. Oh, I think they need to impeach him. Then they need to throw his vice president, uh, Kamala Harris, they need to throw her in jail, too, is because she was the district attorney of San Francisco County when Mario Woods was murdered by the San Francisco Police Department, where they put 25 bullets in this man. Uh, he was only 5 feet 7. He only weighed 147 pounds, ringing wet. They said he had a knife, but however, when you look at the video, you can see the San Francisco Police Department going to a half circle to make sure that their fellow officers don't get caught up in crossfire. Now, me personally, I could see them going up there, hitting him upside his head with the nightstick. I could see them <laughs> ripping his ass. But to put 25 bullets in a man, that's, that's overkill. And then if you ever uh, read a book called Chief by Daryl Gates, who was the former chief of the Los Angeles Police Department, where he talks about when there was a killing of Eula Love in the late 1970s, and the LAPD put 32 bullets in her, and what had happened was is that L.A. was unseasonably cold at that time, and she did, and the gas man came out there to turn off her gas, and she had pleaded with the gas man, saying, well, if you turn off my gas, then this will show the state of California that I'm neglecting my children is because I'm not providing hot water for the meals and hygiene, you know, and what have you, showers and stuff like that. So she bopped the gas man upside the head. He calls the LAPD. They come out, put 32 bullets in Miss Eula Love. And there was an attorney who is no longer with us that uh, handled her case and got her family paid. Uh, you would know this guy from the O.J. Simpson case. I believe his name was Johnny Cochran. And oh, boy. then also, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. And then also too, the great state of California is talking about giving you know the descendants of Africans who were enslaved here in the United States reparations. And I'm most definitely going to put my bid in for that. Oh boy. Well, we got to disagree on that. I, I, I mean, reparations for what? For what? Uh, and okay. I got. Hang on. I think I got Sarge on the line here too. I'm going to connect him. So, uh, uh, but, oh, but you answer that question, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, look, first of all, before I... How you doing? Uh, Merry post-Christmas and a happy pending New Year to one and all out there in the uh, in the family. Uh, and I would like to respond to what was just said about reparations. I, I sum it up in one phrase. It's nothing more than a cultural Marxist wealth redistribution scheme writ large. It has no merit whatsoever as a legal theory or anything else. And if anyone should pay reparations to the black community in the United States, which I favor, it should be the Democrat Party. No oh, other entity has done more to destroy black people in this country 
in the United States than the Democrat Party. Hey, you will get no argument from me on that there, Sarge, because I know you and I have went back and forth, but we are in 100% agreement on that. Now, Trump, you know, with his, how should I say, unique way of doing things, at least he's an individual who tells you how he honestly feels. Now, these Democrats, as we have pointed out on our platform, is that they were the ones who brought you the Ku Klux Klan, all right? The Democrats was the one that they would sit there and would cut funding to the historical black colleges and universities in which uh, Trump had gave a grant, I believe, of uh, – $450 billion, I believe, okay? I may be wrong on a figure, but the point is that, oh, Hyden Biden with his uh, senile self, you know what I mean, you know, went and pulled that funding away. And on that, that hurts everybody is because historical black colleges and universities has brought some of the world, most world-renowned scientists and engineers uh, ever going. There was are, a you for, are, you, are you support, Chewbacca, the critical race theory being taught in the schools? Or, oh, or? boy, glad you brought that up, Joe. Okay, well, <laughs> we're going to have to go to our corners, man, wrap up our hands on that one, <laughs> because I believe in the great state of Florida that I had visited last year, and I went across all of Interstate 10 from Florida to California. From what I understand, if you and I, Joe, are in a great state of Florida, okay, you know, according to uh, DeSantis' new law, and then if I make you feel uncomfortable, you know, about the brutalization of slavery, which it was, we've done extensive research on it. I'm a descendant yep. of slaves myself. I see 314. I'll connect you in a second. 314. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Chewbacca. Go ahead. Oh. Okay, yeah, then then I would be guilty of a misdemeanor from what I understand, so I would not be taking no more of my revenue in any way, form, or fashion to the great state of Florida, although Florida does have better orange juice than California, that I must admit. <laughs> well, look, I, I got, I, look, I, in response to that, I have to say this. First of all, just so you know, uh, President Trump made permanent an annualized grant and funding to HBCUs of about $250 million or so a year. It's permanent. So every year uh, they, oh, okay. uh, they get $255 million from the federal government, so, uh, so something like that. So oh, okay. That is okay. what was made permanent. Not $250 billion is a little bit high. It ain't, ain't that high, but okay. it's significant. But, but, okay. but I, I'd just like to say that um, the, um, as the argument of critical race theory, look, Critical race theory, strictly speaking, is a legal theory taught in law school. What it says is essentially that any objective um, um, uh, commitment of the law to black people, if you apply the law objectively as is humanly possible to black people, that is in and itself inherently racist. Because of the racist nature of this country, its racist founding, its systemic racist institutions. That is the crux of critical race theory. It is a legal theory. However, here's the problem. See, these people like to play both sides of the aisle when they argue our objections to it. They say, you're not really talking about critical race theory because you're not outlining the definition of it that I just gave. But on the other hand, they incorporate elements of critical race theory into almost all their pedagogy. You understand? Uh-huh. They just impl- they okay. put elements of it in there, like the idea that the nation was founded on slavery, like the idea that 
reparations are due and the idea that there should be disparate qualifications for careers, jobs, entrance requirements for college and the like. And it's based on this notion, these elements of critical race They are fundamentally dishonest in the way they argue for it and the way they argue against it when we raise objections about it. That's what I have the problem with. Now, look, people's feelings get hurt. If, if people's feelings get hurt because you tell the truth and you tell the truth as best as the historical record and the corroborable record shows it to be, then that's just on them. They're going to have to accept having their feelings hurt. I want the truth to be told about history no matter how brutal it is. But the problem mm-hmm. is, is, that, is, is that whenever you raise an objection to it, because, again, that's not my objection. If your feelings get hurt, you just got to live with it if it's the truth. And if it's accurate, my problem is that so much of what they teach is inaccurate, distorted, and completely out of context. You're absolutely right. Not only is it completely out of context, and Taharka, if this was my Shabaka, if this was my show, I would have cut your butt off a long time ago. The way you do me. Hey, 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 man. Hey, hey, hey. I get I'll say what I want to. You know why I say what I want to? You know why I say what I want to? Because I'm man enough to say what I want to, and I get to find a man to keep me from saying what I want to. But tell me something about your critical race theory that's true. Okay, well, first of all, let's look at the civil rights movement, the brutalization of that. Let's look at the case of Emmett Till. Well, give me a detail. Give me details. Hold on, hold on, hold on right there. Hold on. Give me a detail. Carolyn Bryant. Oh, yeah, I'm going to give you a detail. Carolyn Bryant, who was responsible for having Emmett Till murdered in Mississippi in 1954, where she had finally admitted that she had lied, saying that Emmett Till had uh, whistled at her. And the brutalization that they did to Mr. Till, okay, is that his mother had an open casket showing the brutalization that was done to his body. And she said, I want the whole world to see what they did to their son. And Emmett Till was only four. 14 years old in 1954. Well, we know the Emmett Till story, Shabaka. You don't have to get into those details. Karen Bryant is delusional. Karen Bryant is delusional now at 80-some-odd years old, and no one knows that was the woman that was in that car. How do you know she was the woman that was in the car? It was dark. Okay, but the point is what I'm saying is she's the one that made the accusation that said that Emmett Till Well, people make lies all the time. Listen to Maxine Waters. Uh, Maxine well, give, tell me something else. Go ahead. Funny, funny, give me another one. You should one. mention Maxine Waters because she used to be my woman when I was living in South Central Los Angeles. Funny you should mention her. Well, there's something interesting. <laughs> and now, now here's something and Give me some more critical race theory stuff that's supposed okay. to be true, Shabaka. Come on okay. now. Oh, oh, either that, just say you can't well, do it right first, now. I'll accept okay. that. Oh, hold on. No, man, but you're stepping on me, man. You're not letting me finish my sentence. So why don't you just be Well, cool, you're going man, on back in the sentence. 1800s, man. I wasn't living back then. Okay, hold on a second. But those civil traditions are still true today. Why do you think the police They are not. How are they true today? Give me some details. The departments of murder on armed uh, black people. Okay, some point. Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, Mario Wood, okay, uh, Clarence Deadweiler. You see what I mean? Uh, let me see. Who else? Alan Buford. Uh, Mike Brown. Uh, let well, me see. Mike, oh, well, yeah. hang on. Hold hey, let's it, stop there. It. Let's stop and there. Let me address it, Mike Brown. Yeah, but hang on a second. But hang on a second. What about the, the numbers? By the name of hang on. Rice, who was playing with a toy gun, who was shot and killed. Okay, now, 
It riddled me. So, that. so what is so is that your is that what you want taught in the schools? But hang on a second, hang on a second, hang on, hang on. What about the numerous white people that are murdered by police officers? The numbers are, are I believe, triple in, in numbers. As a matter of fact, there's they are number far higher, far higher. Yeah. And, and what about that? How, what, where, where's, where's, the, where's, the, where's the reparations to those families? You know, I mean, you know, okay, so, well, it's not they call just, them lawsuits. <laughs> they call them lawsuits. Joe. Yeah, but they, and they'll never win a day, day in court. Never. Not only okay. that, Joe. Worried about the what about the white folks that's criminalized by blacks, like that woman, a white woman down in New Orleans when they tried to take her, when they carjacked her car, and she was hanging on and snatched her arm off her body. I mean, I can oh, name. What about the black? What about the white kids? What about kids that was kicked down near LeBron James High School? Why come they oh, never call these these, these five oh, blacks? Well, first of all, if I may, I'd like to respond <laughs> to this constant mythologizing of the death of Michael Brown, Trayvon Martin, and to a lesser extent, Breonna Taylor, because this mm-hmm. simply becomes accepted as conventional wisdom. And when you analyze what occurred, particularly with Michael Brown, none of it is true. Now, let me give you an example. There were two uh, separate investigations you, done by the Obama Justice the right Department speech. that did Obama the investigation with the intent to find something that was joke. done wrong Obama with regard to the investigation. And when they finished the investigation, both of them, they sounded like they were written by Officer Darren Wilson's defense attorney. Because they couldn't find anything that he did legally wrong. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Not okay. well, when Mike Brown got killed, with George Zimmerman and Trayvon Martin, when he went to trial, mind you, and we had the prosecutor there, that Angela woman, determined to George, George Zimmerman in jail, murder, and every single George little bit of evidence murder, that was sir. introduced yeah. in the trial showed that sir. he was completely nothing, man, that you're going to tell me. Let me say something about Let me say something about That's the way you act. That's the way Chewbacca acts. Let me tell you something about Time out. Time out. Time out. I'm going to bring on 234 here. All right? Time out. Bring on 234. Go ahead. 234. Who is it? Who is it? Tate. Oh, Tave, Tave. Okay, go ahead, Tave, from the militia there. I'm going to mute you guys, man, but please, no yelling over each other, please. Go ahead, Tave. I'm from Akron, Ohio, and, you know, the thing, you want to talk about, like, that, this kid that got killed down here with the LeBron James situation. We're not talking about a crime that was committed where two guys went and got into a fist fight and killed somebody. What they did is they beat this kid. Then they came back and stomped him to death. And anybody that puts the boot to somebody's head deserves to be hung, shot, executed on site because that is a lethal, period, act of violence. And I don't care who commits it because I've been kicked in the head. And the worst part oh, of all okay, then that means that you would have no problem with Stacey Coon, uh, Mark Brown. Hang on, hang on, hang on, All everybody wants to do is want to push the buttons. And now, if you're white, you're a domestic terrorist. You're a... Uh, you're a white supremacist if you say something about a Jew. Or, you know, the saddest part about it all is when you're wrong, you're, you're, you're wrong. But when you're right and you're over the target, you're criticized more than ever. And I believe one thing. There's a serious 
problem with everybody that's a defund the police and they think that every police uh, sheriff is bad. I'm so sick of hearing that because the same people that say that shit turn around the next week when they got a problem, they're the first people they call to have come save them. Now, I say everybody go out and fend for themselves and see how it goes because the way it looks, you got black kids playing the knockout game and you can get on YouTube and find that on any channel and it is absolutely disgusting to see that the, the assaults that are simply going on by people just walking up, sucker punching people, hitting, hitting people in the back of the head with baseball bats. No, oh, I know. People doing that. You don't see white people doing that. Chewbacca wants to respond to that, Dave. Let, let Chewbacca respond okay, to that now. Go ahead okay, there, Chewbacca. Now, what about, okay, what about Sergeant Coon and Lawrence Messina, uh, Lawrence uh, Powell that beat Rodney King 44 times with police batons? What about that? Chris. I got an answer okay, to that when you're ready. Yeah, sure. I got one, too. Yeah, let's hear it. They, they need held accountable for that, but that's not every cop is bad like that. They were it's not held accountable, of it. that's why they had to let, let me get. Let me ask a question there. Uh, 1992 in Los Angeles. Let me, yeah, yeah, but you're going back to 1992, Sarge. Let's talk about I mean, you know? 2022. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean that's sorry, Kishwaka. Can't change the past. It's absolutely a sin. In God's eyes or the Creator's eyes, whoever's eyes, because people as human beings shouldn't have to live like this. We shouldn't have to worry about Look, going man, out check this out. Let me tell you something. Shabaka, let the man talk. Yeah, let the man talk. Let the man no, talk. Okay. All right, Shabaka wants to reply to you, Dave. All right, go ahead, Shabaka. Go ahead, reply. Go ahead. Give him a reply to him. Okay, Dan, I'm going to say this, and then I want to hear what the gentleman has to say on that. It's because I'm getting ready to prepare to do a show myself. All season. right, go ahead. Well, you, well, okay. you don't have to give an right. excuse while you're running, but just go ahead and talk. <laughs> so I'm not running from you. No, I'm I'm not the one that runs, home, okay? No, All right, come on, Chewbacca. Give him a reply. Okay, the reply about that is this, okay, is that when you beat a man 52 times with a police baton, you're not trying to make an arrest. This is attempted murder, okay? And then keep in mind those guys mm-hmm. in the federal trial were not convicted of murder. It was just uh, something about uh, under the color of authority that they were charged with in the state trial, you know, of civil rights violations. But that was clearly uh, attempted murder in the first degree because any time that you beat a person 52 times with a baton, you're not trying to affect no arrest. Well, you don't say that 15 times, man. Go ahead on. What's the next one? What's the next one? Oh, oh, the next one is, is this is why I believe in the Second Amendment and that every black man and woman in the United States should lock and load and arm themselves. All right, let me oh, respond to that. Let me hang on for a second, y'all. I want to respond to this. Go ahead. Go ahead. In, 20, in, in, 20, in 2020, you had 4,845 with 745 murdered. 4,845 with 745 murdered. Hang on. I'll hang let on, you talk. Let him finish his point. Now, come on. Okay, but I 2021 to 2022, yeah, you had 4,666 shot, 643 murdered. And since Memorial Day of this year up until just the other day, December the 24th, you got 2,371 shot with 354 murders. Those three years was black people shot by other black people and murdered by black people. There was no white police officer shot nobody. You cannot say that's normal. That is savagery. The blacks in that community of Chicago is going through hell. And you talk about Mike Brown. When Mike Brown was shot, 
I was on, I was at West Florissant and Seven Hills Drive at an African Palace restaurant. I know that case very well. That kid had no business trying to take that cop's gun, and then when he gets out to the car, he's going to charge the cop. What would you do? Okay, is this Pianchi, first of all? This is Pianchi, spelled P I A N K I. Pianchi, okay, if you could just hold on a minute, man, there's two things I want to say to you. First of all, I owe you a very, very deep apology when you called up my platform, man, and I kicked you off the air, okay? It's because I listened to the playback, man. You didn't do nothing wrong, so I've been going over blog talk, trying to find you, and I finally found you. Shabaka, hang man. on, hang on I for a second. Don't, you don't have to do I that. Shabaka, okay, well, God okay, forgive, I don't. Now go ahead with what you got to say. <laughs> okay, okay. well, man, if you don't forgive me, fine, then you can go take a flying leap through a rolling All thing. right, all right, now. let's go. Come on, guys, okay. let's go. Talk about the point. Okay. All right, okay, so... Is that I believe that every black man and woman in the United States of America needs to arm and defend themselves, okay? We've got to be more organized, and we need to take our black children up out of these public indoctrination centers is because they're not learning nothing about their true history. Okay, uh, Chewbacca, now since you mentioned this earlier, Chewbacca, I'd like to respond hang to what Dave said about Dave, the mayor Sarge, right. Sarge goes in caves next. Go ahead, Sarge, go ahead. Everybody's got a pistol on their hip. Standing there, cash and checks. 
it's in the okay, homes well, of these kids that are not so called cool. things, it's not raised right, right. don't have the father figure, and or this is why the kids are struggling in school that they have, where they understand what's going on and know these things are wrong, so they don't go out and act like that. That goes wrong. All right, all right, hang on, Jay, hang on, Jay. Go ahead, Shabaka. Okay, even Dr. King said, you know, before he was murdered shortly, is that he led our people, black people, into a burning house with integration. We need to become self-sufficient. We need to form our own militias. And even if we have to form our own military to defend ourselves, then I'm all for it. Okay, now, the Los Angeles Police Department, which is one of the most notorious racist entities of law enforcement ever, is because they had a chief by the name of Daryl Gates. I read his uh, book, The I think the man was a sociopath. Knowing that he's wrong has no regard of his wrongdoing. And I believe that the majority of police officers who join the police department want to go out and commit murder behind a badge. And as we all do know, is that the police departments evolved from slave catchers, or that they used to call them slave patrollers. And this is when Mr. Bianchi got into this debate. Bianchi says he doesn't give. I made an apology for him. That's the best I could do. So now he can feel the way he wants to. Okay. Let, let me say something, Shabaka. Let me say something. <laughs> Who, you know, and, and I agree with you. What happened to Tamir Rice was wrong, and you mentioned a couple of them. You got some police, people on the police department that don't belong there. You talked about the school curriculum. It's black people who control these public school districts, like the public school district of Detroit, which has seven black women on the school board who voted to remove Ben Carson's name off of a high school. What a better fine person, character-wise, than Ben Carson in order to instill the inspiration in the black kids that go to that school district? I don't well, understand. But, but you arm. But hang on, and, and, let me say something here. Hang on a second. Okay, Shabaka, you arm the black community. You got black militias all over the cities. What do you think that's going to achieve? Well, well you got, you're going to have a bunch of Chicago's. That's what you're going to have. Okay. I mean, you know, I mean, what what, what are you going to achieve by that? Okay, first of all, I was born into Chicago. Hang on, Dave. Hang on, Dave. Hang on, Dave. Shabaka. Hang on, Shabaka's answering. Hang on, Dave. Hang on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Dave's after Shabaka. Told Martin Luther King when Dr. King came through there with one of his peaceful marches uh, through a place called Marquette Park, I believe. And Dr. King, after he got hit upside the head, because white America expressed how they honestly felt. And he says, out of all my years of living in the South, this is the most racist place that I've ever been. And Mary Daly told Dr. King that you're on your own when you do this here in Chicago because they have certain traditions there. After all, it was the home of Al Capone for many, many years. So when you have these racists, who hide behind badges to go out and to commit murder. And this is what Dr. Newton has brought about in Oakland, California. And Dr. Newton uh, was a graduate of the University of California at uh, Santa Cruz, okay? And I'm currently reading over some uh, publications of the crew or the uh, Black Panther Party uh, in their origin and of why they came into existence. But one thing about them was is that they were not a racist organization. Okay. The, the Black Panther. Excuse me, sir. I'm not finished. Okay. okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I guess I'm for this. Okay. And they yeah, me too. After you finish. Okay. Look, are you gentlemen going to let me finish, man? Go ahead, sir. Go ahead, Shabaka. 
Okay. There's nothing wrong with the black community becoming self-sufficient. And the reason of that is because let's look at Paul Williams, uh, one of the greatest architects of Los Angeles. He designed the homes for Frank Sinatra, Lucille Ball. Uh, he designed the Beverly Wilshire Hotel, I believe. And, but he was not allowed to live in those communities at that time. You know, so what is that? Let's look at Dr. Uh, Charles Drew, okay, that came up with the concept of blood plasma that saved many GIs' lives in World War II and beyond. You know, he gets in a car accident. You see what I'm saying? He's denied entrance into the closest hospital. Uh, we understand that stuff. Can we get this today, though? Can we get this today? when Charles Drew was around. Yeah, can we get this today? Can we get this stuff today? Goddamn, man. <laughs> I'm getting dizzy on this walk back through history. <laughs> Century, almost yeah, a century. I, I finally got you upset. I mean, Pianchi, what is it that you? I'm trying to speed man. things up, man. All right, all right, yeah, all right. Listen, listen, hang on. I'm time out, time out, time out. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Time out, everybody. All right, Dave, you were next. Then, then Sarge. I mean, and then uh, Pianchi. Go ahead, Dave. Go ahead. You know, I, I, I agree with you, Yeah, let him finish, Chicago. She accused him of rape. He, uh, his tailor accused him 
a fistful whipping him. He had all kinds of crimes he committed against the people. Because you know what? With a lot of these leftists, they believe in the people as an abstract notion. When it comes to looking at individuals, they're just something to be used and abused as necessary according to their whims. And that's another thing that bugs us about our opposition. They, they engage in mythologizing, they engage in character assassination, and they refuse to speak the facts and circumstances of specific cases. Sarge. Sarge. Can I hang on, hang on, hang on, Mr. You got, you got, you got uh, Bianchi's next. Go ahead. Come on. We got to stay in order here. Come on. Well, here's the, th- stay in order here's now. the thing. Ahead, here's the thing that I complain about. You're next. Uh, Shabaka is saying we. I asked, who in the hell is this we you talking about? <laughs> and you said that we need to have our own militia, have our own. Po- who is the hell the we you talking about? You know that blacks oh, in Ferguson that moved into that area. Let me tell you something. They moved out of the, they moved out of Deville, Penrose Park, O'Fallon Park. They was running from black crime when they moved into Ferguson in the 60s and had lived there for all that time until around the time of 2014. And guess what those blacks are at now? Miseducation of the Negro. See, this is why. Man, get out of here with that crazy ass stuff. That was a 1921 book. Can you do something in the present? Get the past or condemn to repeat it, Bianchi. Now, I try to come up to you. And that's what you're doing. I try to apologize, you as a Shabaka, Shabaka, when you say we, and see, you can't, you have no control over yourself. Thus, by would be your police force. Okay. No, no, you don't need no police force, man, because the police departments, man, evolved from... You don't even have damn control of your kids. Excuse me, sir, I don't have any biological children. Okay, so well, where is, well, so what is this we we talking about? Who is all these kids oh, well, that's over in the Ferguson, Florida school district that's black and nobody has control oh, over? Oh, oh, Why come blacks moved out? Why did blacks move out of Ferguson across the Missouri River into St. Charles County? Do you know what the democratic demographics of St. Charles County is? Let me tell you. It's about 83% white in all those cities. St. Charles, St. Peter's, Wentzville. The police departments are all white. So if all this stuff that you're talking about is so, why would blacks flee from other blacks and go into a white enclave with 100% of the police white? Why are they doing this, Shabaka? I just told you, self-hatred and the public... Oh, bullcrap. self-hatred when you want to put your kids in good school. This man is crazy. Okay, now, Bianchi, and what you cut me off goes to prove my point that you cannot stand this uncomfortable truth. And I do not care how you feel about it, but I still apologize for kicking you off my show because you were in no violation, okay, after I reviewed the tape, okay? So I did that. Man, we ain't worried about that. Stay with what we're talking about. We're just talking about critical race theory. You go back to 1921 with with, uh, Carla Woodson and the miseducation of the Negro. Would you stay in 2022, 2020? Well, right now, hang on, Shabaka. Again, hang on, Shabaka. Right now, what I'd like to point out is, is where, where do you see the black community in 2023? Is it going to be the same thing? Are we going to see a repeat of the demonstrations and the burning down of Dollar Generals? Or and we are going to see nobody lifting up in their community, lifting themselves up? Or are we going to see the same thing, relying on the government and asking for free money and free handouts? Or are we going to see the black community come together and, 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 and stand up for themselves? 
Okay, well, see, that's just still glad you brought that up, Joe. It's because I advocate that black people become self sufficient. That black people police themselves. I advocate that black people produce their own goods and services because we are a major contributor to the gross national product of the United States of America. But then you get brain dead Negroes, black peonies, uh, Let's see, who is this other one? Uh, Skip Gates, uh, Barack Obama, Kamala Harris, who believe that the only way that black people can go out here and progress for themselves is to sit up there to be carbon copies of their oppressor. I don't believe that. I believe in black people becoming self-sufficient. I believe in black people setting up their own republics. I believe in black people defending themselves, having their own military. Now, if that makes me a racist, if that makes me a criminal, then so be it. It's because every other no, Joe, Joe, ask him who's going to lead this. Name me some of your leaders that's going to lead this. Sir Pianchi, every black man is a leader. Oh, goddamn. Here we go. <laughs> I'd like to know where is the republic going to be established? Whose land are you going to well, take Well, yeah, away? yeah. Well, that was my question, really. He well, said, where are you going to establish yeah. this republic, Chewbacca? Where is this republic? Okay, no, but what it is is we have to go and establish it. We have the corporations going on, and Dr. Joyce DeGruy, I hope that she is done with her study. Now, wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. Time out, time out, time out. Shabaka, hang on yeah, a second here. You just, hang on. Now, hang on, everybody. He just said be self-sufficient. Yeah, hang on. You said be self-sufficient, but then you said reparations. So you want the, yeah. you want the white man to pay for your republic. Okay, basically, we want the United States of America to give us what is due to us for the 400 years of free labor, for the brutalization, for the violation of our... Well, the United States, States was around 400 years ago. <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a U.S. citizen. I don't want to give you nothing. Um, Joe, can I say one little short thing to yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Hang on. Let's start. Now, I, I know you probably... I know Chewbacca probably doesn't have a lot of respect for the United States Constitution. Now, I may be unfair in saying that, Chewbacca, but that's my impression. Now, I just like you to be acquainted with Article 4, Section 3 of the United States Constitution that says this. New states may be admitted by the Congress into this union, but no new state shall be formed or erected within the jurisdiction of any other state, nor any state be formed by the junction of two or more states or parts of states without the consent of the legislatures of the states concerned as well as of the Congress. Now, I'd like to know how you intend to get past that little thing. Separation. Separation, separation. And then where are you going to set it up? You're going to do it in the United States? You think there might be a little bit of resistance to that? You're not going to be able to set You, you want to set up a, your own black republic, but you want the United States government to pay for it. All we got to do is acquire farmland, and even Dr. King has said that, you know, when he said he made Farmland, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. How much, you, you, farmland, how much farmland do you think you're going to take or need to, to support the entire black population of the, of the United States? It's going to be the size of Rhode Island, maybe, at least. How much space are you going to have here for this Let him answer. He don't have enough time to think of a lie. Go ahead. Yeah, let him answer. Let him answer that. Go ahead. I just did it. All you guys keep drowning me out. Yeah, yeah, let's not speak over him. Go ahead, Chewbacca. Go ahead. Okay, no. What it is is that we simply acquire land, acquire more land, which is a factor of production. Okay. What we do is we take our black students, 
the public indoctrination centers of a white America because all they do is teach black children lies anyway. And then also, too, what about little Ruby Bridges? Oh, man, goddamn. Now he's back to the 1950s. What, where are you going to get these students from? Oh, God. All right, hang on, guys. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. Let's stay in order here. Let's stay in order. Hang on, hang on. All right, Chewbacca. All right, Chewbacca. Why do you want to keep going backwards in time when we're backwards in time, but yet... You Sir, your acoustics are far bad, man. I can barely hear you. Uh, yeah, Dave, we can barely hear you. Dave, Dave, we can, Dave, you're fading out really bad. Yeah, it's hard to hear you, Dave. Get to your mic or something. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to hear you. It sounds like you're in a closet. You know what I'm saying? Why do you want to tear down the past? And it keeps saying, going back in the past, back to the past. Okay, once again, sir, I can barely make it out. Those kids are going to be able to repeat it. Okay. Don't uh, uh, see what happened in history. It repeats itself. Look at Hitler. Look at today. Look at everything that's going on in this world with famine, government, everything. You're looking at the next bottom line. It's going to be a religious war again. It's not a body black and white. That's what we need to focus on. All right, we lost Chewbacca. All right, I had to, I had to mute him. I had to mute him because he, he, he just kept getting me, kept getting, uh, uh, everybody kept talking over each other. Um, it's always this stuff. The Nation of Islam has got, uh, has forums in Georgia. So everything yeah. they say they need to get, they already got and don't do it. And another point, black folks ain't going along with that mess. You can't even control your damn stores in your neighborhood. You blame the Arabs <laughs> and the Mideasters for coming yeah. in and taking them over. It ain't nothing yeah. but a bunch right, of regurgitated bullcrap. Hang on. I think I got Shabaka back on the line here. If Shabaka, hang on. I don't think he can press one, so I'm going to connect him. All right, Shabaka, the question of it is, is you've got, what, 13 million people that are black in this country. How, you, you, let's not talk about acquiring schools and go whatever. How are you going to get thir- the, the black people of this country and what land are you going to acquire and how are you going to get them to that land? Go ahead, Chewbacca. Okay. All right. Simply do is just use cooperative economics to purchase the land, (laughs) then adjacent the land, okay? Become self-sufficient. Now, your brain-dead Negro Pianchi, who I really feel sorry for, because I tried to apologize to him as a man. He refuses my man, apology. Man, go ahead so and answer the question. Guys, 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 gu
Right. Okay. okay, Chewbacca. All right, now, what, uh, Bianchi, what do you want to say to him, Bianchi? Go ahead. Then I got Sarge. Go ahead. He's talking about land. You got land in Oklahoma, Taft and Bowie, Oklahoma. You got land out there in Allensworth, California. You got land there in Illinois, Brooklyn, Illinois. You got land in North Carolina, which was called Soul City there in Warren County. So what? So you got the land. Now put all this stuff together you're talking about. Okay, and once again, it's with the proper education to make the proper decisions of what we need to build our own capital goods, we need to build our own consumer goods, and we need to build our own industrial goods. We need to build our own technology, okay, it's because look at Silicon Game Valley. And Who is that we? All right, all right, all right. Sarge, 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 go ahead, Sarge. You want to, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Now, look, I, I like to be practical. I'm a very practical-minded guy because I, I was in the Army. And every time you set out the constitution mission, okay. you have to come up Aren't with the very least Marines a mission right. order, a mission statement, and a five-paragraph mission operation, which details how you're going to set about a constitution mission. I'm hearing a lot of pie-in-the-sky stuff. Now, I'm assuming mm-hmm. that you want your land, this republic you speak of, to be contiguous and have contiguous borders. You say all we got to do is go out and, quote, purchase some land, unquote. Mm-hmm. Now, how, how mm-hmm. big is this land mass you envision? How many people do you expect it to sustain? How are you going to get people to part with it? And the final thing you've got to remember, over and above everything else, until you get force of arms that can perhaps obviate what I'm about to say, every square inch of this country, every square centimeter of this country, is governed by the supreme law of the land, the United States Constitution. I just read you the relevant section regarding what you seem to want to do. So even if you get your republic, it is going to be governed unless you can separate, as the founders did, by force of arms from this government. How are you going to do it? And be specific to some extent, please. Okay, first place, having our children being educated for their own self-interest. Integration is bullshit. It did not work, and it will not work. I look at a Negro like Pianchi. Okay, that's a mission statement. Would you please tell me how you're going to accomplish this? Well, simple. We just simply organize our buying power, simply organize our education. Again, you you completely missed my point about what governs this country, the United States Constitution. And sir, I want to know sir, how you're going to get around forming your own nation with your own separate sir. laws in the United States. Okay, well, like I said, every law in this country has to conform to the United States Party, Constitution. And I will tell you that. Okay, it's because it's going to come down to a race war. You're next, Dave. You're next, Dave. You're next. Dave, you're next. But it's going to come down Dave, to a race you're next. war. Hang on. Go ahead, go ahead, Chewbacca. Okay. Yep. Okay, no, it's going to come down to a race war. It's inevitable. I don't want to see it. I thought it could be done peacefully. But okay, race war. Okay, no, hang on, Chewbacca. You said race war. Okay, okay, okay. You don't mm-hmm. have to tell me why. We already, okay, race war. Go ahead, Dave. Because he he said that's race why war. I asked him the question, because what he's saying cannot be done without a race war. That's why right, I wanted to answer. Yeah. Right, what's, what's, what's the composition, what's the composition of a race war, Chewbacca? Guys, 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 let Dave go. Go ahead, Dave. Go ahead. Okay. He said race war. Go ahead. Okay. Okay, Bianchi, you would be one of the first Negroes that Sister Harriet Tubman had talked Man, get out of here with that dumbass shit. You can go into race war and do whatever, but I'll tell you right now, the way you have it implemented, like Sarge said, anything that's going to benefit you, what you want to do and have a plan, what you'll be doing is you'll be digging a lot of plots and putting a lot of heads and tombstones in because 
You won't stop killing each other because that's a fact. And bottom line with all that is you cannot go outside the, the, the law of this land. It can't happen. We can't be on the same continent and live like that. Look at all the warring factions that are going on with what we well, have. Well, this now. is what you get. Okay, this is what you get. This is what you get. Is, is, is Look, look. you have this show. You have a ten of us here, or eight of us here, with phone lines open, and all of us are yelling over each other. And you're going to get millions of people together? <laughs> you know, and here's the point, too. Here's the thing. He keeps talking about race raw. As if it's going to be black against white. I beg the difference. You're going to be fighting some blacks, too, because I stand for the United yeah. States Constitution. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have yeah. Thank you. Let me ask you now, if you have someone that's actually have a mixed wife and you have mixed children, are they black or are they white? Are you going to conclude those people in your race war? Because, I mean, to me, they're just they're human beings. I don't have a problem with that. But when you start saying you have a white mother or white father and a black mother or black father and you depict it you one way, that's what you get is one way. One way wrong because... That's the mentality that spins out of control, and then all this kind of shit happens. Well, I think yeah, most people on this panel right. would agree with me that, that that's why, you know, you have to be careful. I mean, the, I mean this, this the, 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 the creating other races of people and, and the mixing and everything, yeah. you know, that, that's, that's creating problems in itself. You're absolutely right. You know, I mean, I think Sarge and everybody <laughs> agree with you. You know, I mean, it's he's talking about balkanization. He's talking balkanization, which is the objective of all those people who want to bring this country under the sway of globalists and Marxists of every stripe. This is what he says. He is speaking to the very balkanization that they're trying to do to us. They're trying to strike, break us up along identity lines so this nation will yep. be ripe for the plucking. That's I think exactly you're right. right. All right, closing right. thoughts, everybody. Closing thoughts. Everybody's going to get closing thoughts here. Closing thoughts to the podcast here. So uh, go start with you, Dave. You go first, then PRK. Right. 2023 is what's got to happen. America's got to wake up. It's not a black and white thing. We've gotten along, a majority of us, a majority, for almost as long as we've been together. Now, we have an infiltration of a, a corrupt, pedophile, satanic cult that has no intention on good for anybody. You, me, if you are Jesuit, you are goyim. You are below them. You are cattle. They want you dead. Now, that's the reality of this. They want your children. They've got your children. They've got your schools. They've got your judicial system. They've got your government, and they've got your banks. So what we have to do is wake up as a collective and say we have got to stop these assholes, put them on the front lawn by their necks, and strangle them and throw them out of this country. That is the problem. Americans need to take America back, period. White, black, red, green, blue, yellow, be American, be real. I yield. I okay. agree with it. Bianca, Bianca, I, I think ahead. that I think that we can't do it at the polls because the ballots are all scratched up. The next thing is yep. the, is the is the Article Five Convention of States. If you cannot go by that means of taking back this country, state legislatures which give the federal government its power, if they're not willing to do it, if the people are not willing to make the state legislatures do it, then you only got one alternative left. I'm sorry. That's the I'm alternative left. And for you, Mr. Shabaka, you talking about this black against white and white against black, uh-uh. I want to tell you something. 
The person on the other side of the line that's going to be standing with whites who stand for the United States Constitution going to be shooting back at your butt, too. Get that out of your mind. That's a pipe dream you got that never have came to fruition. Yeah, I think the 60s was his best hope on that, and it never happened. But go ahead, Sarge. Yeah, I just got to say this. Uh, you know, That's why I was trying to get specific with Chewbacca, because people who express this point of view really fail to be specific. They hate specificity because we know ultimately where it winds up, where this kind of thinking is going to wind up. And that is in the form of, has he characterized it, not me, a race war. And I say to you, that as with what Bianchi said, I'm completely down with that. I am going to stand for and with the United States Constitution. Why? Because even though it ain't perfect and it has some imperfections that are grave, it is the best single document ever created in man- by mankind's history for governance, liberty, freedom, and prosperity ever in the history of mankind. And I, as I took an oath seven times in my life, to perfect, to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States, I'm going to defend it against all enemies, foreign and domestic, whenever they appear. And that would be such a movement that would seek to break off from this country unconstitutionally and form a government alien to the founding principles of the United States. I guarantee that. All right. Mr. Henning, you still there? Yeah, I'm I'm here, Joe, yeah. Uh, well, I want to thank everybody for coming so on. Yeah, I've heard everything. It's uh, very interesting topics this evening, and uh, I encourage everybody to, uh, you know, stand in love. You know, it's the human race. There's no race. I don't see color. I see human beings. So let's let's stand together as brothers in Christ. Uh, things will happen correctly. All right. I, any, uh, any wars. All right. Okay, all right, Mr. Henning. Uh, look, uh, there's nothing wrong with identity or being identi- you know, like being proud of who you are and your culture, your race, your people. It's just no. that when the separate the separate ideas come when they when you want to hurt somebody because of that. And, and we do not condone violence on this show at all. So I just want to make sure that, that for that people understand that that you know we're not trying to go out and I think uh, when Tate was talking, you know, he, he say, saying words, but we're not trying to uh, motivate people to go out and hang anybody or hurt anybody. No, the Republic no, no. does not stand for that. Okay? You know what, Gibson? No, let me law, tell you something. Law I, I don't system and let them be de- let them be deemed traitors by like military tribunals and let the courts handle it. But we have to get those people in place and get them going and get it done. Sure. Let me well, tell you yeah. something. Like ahead, this January sixth thing, the person that's leading the committee, a congressperson <laughs> from Mississippi, Benny Thomas. Benny Thomas belonged and was favorable <laughs> of an insurrectionist group a separatist group called the Republic of New Africa who engaged in shootouts and killed police officers in Philadelphia. So here he was in that position then. Now they got him as a a chairman of the committee that wants to denigrate and imprison Americans who was wanting the Constitution to be followed on that day in January. You see how hypocritical it is? Uh, I I agree. That's, yeah. bad. That's bad. That's real bad. Uh, um, uh, Mr. Henning, I forgot real quick. I want to tell people how they can sign up, uh, get involved with the Republic here real quick. And I'll play something here at the end here, uh, 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 just to remember here America and, and you know, uh, I think uh, fitting for the Republic, I guess. Uh, real quick, Mr. Henning, you want to tell people about the Republic? 
Yeah, the Republic for United States of America.org is our national website. There's many documents there that you can go and educate yourself, and you'll find out that we've done things uh, by law um, for for all Americans, uh, no matter your, your heritage. Uh, we need to stand together. Go there and read the Declaration of Sovereign Intent and the Proclamation of Claim of Interest, and, and understand that, that these are legal documents. We've served warrants on all the governors here in America. Um, and uh, lieutenant governors and so forth down the chain of command. We had to bring them back to the constitutional rule of law here in America. But go to republicforunitedstatesofamerica.org. And uh, yeah, we, we can yeah, have Mark Binder close close out in prayer before. The, yeah, yeah, before uh, I play the end here. No, but I think we've lost Mr. Binder. Are you still there, Mr. Binder? Oh, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Say a prayer for us at the end here, and then I'll play this for the, uh, everyone. Go ahead. Absolutely. I just want to chime in real quick and just say that uh, uh, this is really a battle of good against evil. It's not white or black or Mexican against Indian or anything like that. And if if you think that it is, then the deep state's got you you hoodwinked here because that's what they want you to do. They want strife. They want they want to have um, they want to create chaos because they can get order out of chaos, and that's not what we don't want. And uh, I just want to say I love everybody and as a brother and sister, and I don't have any uh, any any race issue at all against anybody. And I think that's the way God wants us to do it. So uh, anyway, Amen. here's our prayer. Almighty Father, Yahweh, we come before your throne and thank you for the leaders that you have raised up to help your people overcome what is um, not heavenly, whether it be because of ignorance or adversarial we are grateful for righteous leadership when we can get it, Father. Your word is full of knowledge that uh, to rightfully divide it and be able to fully understand it takes more than a lifetime for most of us. Yet just knowing your basic word is something everyone can do, and it's well worth the effort. So, Father God, we pray for the wisdom that your word gives us to be a blessing to those we fellowship with by being a good servant to you. You told Moses in Exodus... 34 verse 12, quote, to be very, very careful never to compromise with the people uh, there in the land when you are going for. For if you do, you will soon be following their evil ways. And over time, Father, transgression of your word has been the downfall of your people through compromise, ignorance, laziness, greed, and rebellion. So help your republic government to heed your word and never compromise against any of your laws, Father. We can see plain as day uh, today what that leads to. So giving you, Father, all the credit, praise, and glory for our republic and its law form. We're praying in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, and amen. All right. Okay, I'll play this everybody real quick, and then uh, next Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. His name was Francis Scott Key. He penned a song that I'm sure you're aware of. You've seen it. It's in most hymnals throughout our churches. It's called the National Anthem. It is our song as an American. We go, however, to a ball game. We stand in our church services and we sing the words of that song. And they float over our minds and our lips and we don't even realize what we're singing. Most of us have memorized it as a child, but we've never really thought about what it means. Let me tell you a story. Francis Scott Key was a lawyer in Baltimore. The colony 
countries were engaged in vicious conflict with the mother country, Britain. Because of this conflict and the protractedness of it, they had accumulated prisoners on both sides. The American colonies had prisoners and the British had prisoners. And the American government initiated a move. They went to the British and they said, let us negotiate for the release of these prisoners. They said, we want to send a man out to discuss this with you. They were holding the American prisoners in boats about a thousand yards offshore. And they said, we want to send a man by the name of Francis Scott Key. He will come out and negotiate to see if we can make a mutual exchange. On the appointed day in a rowboat, he went out to this boat and he negotiated with the British officials. And they reached a conclusion that men could be exchanged on a one-for-one -one basis. Francis Scott Key, jubilant with the fact that he'd been successful, went down below in the boats, and what he found was a cargo hold full of humanity, men. And he said, men, I've got news for you tonight. You're free. He said, tonight I have negotiated successfully your return to the colonies. You said you'll be taken out of this boat, out of this filth, out of your chains. As he went back up on board to arrange for their passage to the shore, the admiral came and he said, we have a slight problem. He said, we will still honor our commitment to release these men, but it'll be merely academic after tonight. It won't matter. And Francis Scott Key said, what do you mean? He said, well, Mr. Key, he said, tonight we have laid an ultimatum upon the colonies. Your people will either capitulate and lay down the colors of that flag that you think so much of, or you see that fort right over there, Fort Henry? He said, we're going to remove it from the face of the earth. He said, how are you going to do that? He said, if you will, scan the horizon of the sea. And as he looked, he could see hundreds of little dots. And he said, that's the entire British war fleet. He said, all of the gunpowder, all of the armament is being called upon to demolish that fort. It will be here within striking distance in a matter of about two and a half hours. He said, the war is over. These men would be free anyway. He said, you can't show that fort. He said, that's, that's a large fort. He said, it's full of women and children. He says, it's predominantly not a military fort. He said, don't worry about it. They said, we've left them a way out. And he said, what's that? He said, do you see that flag way up on the rampart? He said, we have told them that if they will lower that flag, the shelling will stop immediately. And we'll know that they've surrendered, and you'll now be under British rule. Francis Scott Key went down below and told the men what was about to happen. And he said, how many ships? He said, hundreds. The ships got closer. Francis Scott Key went back up on top and he said, men, I'll shout down to you what's going on as we watch. As twilight began to fall and as the haze hung over the ocean as it does at sunset, suddenly the British war fleet unleashed. He says the sound was deafening. There were so many guns that there were no reliefs. He said it was absolutely impossible to talk or hear. He said suddenly the sky, although dark, was suddenly lit. And he says from down below, all he could hear the men, the prisoners, saying was, tell us where the flag is. What have they done with the flag? Is the flag still flying over the rampart? Tell us. 
one hour, two hours, three hours into the shelling. Every time the bomb would explode and it would be close to the flag, they could see the flag in the illuminated red glare of that bomb. And Francis Scott Key would report down to the men below, it's still up. It's not down. The admiral came and he said, your people are insane. He said, what's the matter with them? He said, don't they understand this is an impossible situation? Francis Scott Key said he remembered what George Washington had said. He said the thing that sets the American Christian apart from all other people in the world is he will die on his feet before he'll live on his knees. The Admiral said, we have now instructed all of the guns to focus on the rampart to take that flag down. He said, we don't understand something. Our reconnaissance tells us that that flag has been hit directly again and again and again, and yet it's still flying. We don't understand that. But he said, now we're about to bring every gun for the next three hours to bear on that point. Francis Scott Key said the barrage was unmerciful. All that he could hear was the men down below praying. The prayer, God keep that flag flying where we last saw it. Sunrise came. He said there was a heavy mist hanging over the land, but the rampart was tall enough. There stood the flag, completely nondescript, in shreds. The flagpole itself was at a crazy angle, but the flag was still at the top. Francis Scott Key went aboard and immediately went into Fort Henry to see what had happened. And what he found had happened was that that flagpole and that flag had suffered repetitious direct hits.
Republic, everybody. Uh, Bianca, uh, hey, you still there? Well, thank you, Joe, for... I'm still here, here, Joe. What's going on? No, I just want to say thanks for tonight. Thanks for uh, chipping in and hanging in there to the end. You know, I just want to tell you one thing, Joe. I listened to you on that liberal Dan with that other woman that was on that night. I tried my best to get in there because they were throwing out a bunch of old Chewbacca stuff. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm glad you listened to that. You know, I was, uh, I think I did. But how do I hold up against the liberals, you think, real quick? Well, you, if you had had me on there, it would have been a home run, brother. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. That's fair. That's fair. All right, Dave. You, you need to get, you need to get me and Sarge on your shows more. One thing we do have, we do have the right color, right? And they hate that. <laughs> Yeah, they don't like that. You're right about that. Uh, Mr. Henning, thank you so much. Uh, and, uh, Mr. Binder, too. I uh, appreciate it. I hope you guys have a happy new year. Uh, safe new year. God bless. Take care. God Absolutely, Joe. Be blessed. All right. Have a happy new year.